Hello and welcome to All Things Biology. So today we're going to be talking about vitamins. Are vitamins really good for you? One of my leisure activities is to scroll through apps on my phone. One of these apps is, since I'm someone who's interested in biology, The New Scientist. There I was on my daily scroll and suddenly a title jumped out at me. Vitamin C and E supplements may make lung cancers grow faster. Weren't vitamins meant to be good for you? I mean, I take vitamin supplements every day. Should I stop? Okay, so I know the topic's probably a bit more complicated than that. This likely oversimplified article is probably making things seem a little bit more dramatic than they are. So I thought I'd take some time to research into it, look a bit further into this topic, and actually read the paper that this article was written about. I'll start by outlining some of the health benefits of vitamin C and E. So... Looking at the NHS website, it states that vitamin C protects cells and keeps them healthy, maintaining healthy skin, blood vessels, bones and cartilage, and overall, helping with wound healing. I don't know about you, but I've been recommended by my doctor to take vitamin C when I've had bad colds to accelerate the healing process. You can consume vitamin C through your daily diet by eating oranges, apples and other fruits and vegetables, or you can consume it by taking supplements with synthetic vitamins. However, consuming too much vitamin C can have a negative effect, such as diarrhea and stomach pain. So too much of a good thing can be bad. Vitamin E has health benefits, such as maintaining healthy skin and eyes, strengthens the immune system, and it can be acquired through diet by consuming plant oils and nuts and seeds. Or it can be consumed through taking synthetic vitamin supplements. But vitamin E can be stored in your body for future use, so it's not necessarily needed to consume vitamin E supplements every day. This puts more people at risk of over-consuming vitamin E. Not much is actually known about the long-term effect of vitamin E overconsumption. So let's break down the article a bit now. I've seen this article been cited in multiple news sites since first viewing it in the New Scientist. It came out on the 31st of August, so it's, it's only really been a few days. So to start with, I'll just summarise the contents of the article that I saw on the New Scientist. The article stated that the main finding from this paper is that the overconsumption of vitamin supplements like vitamin C and E might make lung cancers grow bigger and make them more likely to spread to other parts of the body. It is thought that this may happen due to vitamin consumption stimulating the formation of blood vessels within tumours. This has been seen in both mice with murine lung cancer and induced human cancer cells. Though one point to highlight is that the consumption of vitamins through diet is not harmful and in fact necessary, especially for people battling illnesses like cancer. But supplementing your diet through consuming synthetic vitamins can mean you're over-consuming these vitamins, causing harm. So let's take a closer look at the science behind the article. Let's look at the paper itself. Cancer progression relies on angiogenesis. This is the formation of new blood vessels to support the growth of tissue. This is vital for tumour growth because it enables the tumour to grow larger in size as the new blood vessels supply more oxygen, more nutrients to the cancer cells and so they're not limited. So in summary basically, more blood vessels mean more blood can be supplied to the cancer cells meaning there's more oxygen and nutrients and it means the cancer cells can multiply and the tumour can grow larger. So tumours are inherently reliant on angiogenesis. This is vital knowledge as new treatment methods can actually target angiogenesis. So angiogenesis is a response to hypoxia. Hypoxia is low oxygen levels, basically. And it's controlled by hypoxia-inducible transcription factors, 
also known as HIF. What is a transcription factor? A transcription factor is a protein which controls the rate of transcription. Transcription is the first step in protein synthesis where a DNA sequence is copied on into an RNA molecule which is later transcribed into a protein and it's vital for life. So the title of the paper that the article is based off is Antioxidants Stimulate BAC1 Dependent Tumor Angiogenesis. Now I've just covered what angiogenesis is and how it relates to tumor growth, but what is BAC1? BAC1 is a significant protein as it's a transcription factor regulator. This means that it regulates several physiological processes. It's known to promote invasion and glucose uptake, as well as glycolysis rates, stimulating glycolysis-dependent metastasis in cancer cells. Metastasis is what enables the cancer cells to spread to other parts of the body. This can result in increased mortality rates in patients. So basically, the paper found that lung cancer cells exposed to vitamin C and E undergo angiogenesis gene expression, which means the turning on of angiogenesis under normoxia. Normoxia is normal oxygen levels. This would result in increased angiogenesis, which would result in the tumor growing larger. In addition to this, the increased expression of angiogenesis due to the addition of antioxidants was seen to increase the number of BAC1 overexpressing cells. The study also found BAC1 levels increased with hypoxia. This would result in increased glycolysis, resulting in the tumor undergoing metastasis. Ultimately, what we learned from this paper is that overconsumption of antioxidants like vitamin C and E can have negative health impacts. Of course, several pre-existing conditions must be there in order for this specific reaction, such as cancer cells, must already be in the body. But nevertheless, we should all reconsider how we consume our vitamins, as you're likely consuming too much. Further studies should be conducted into other negative effects vitamin overconsumption might have. More can be taken from these findings than just lifestyle choices. The study also saw that overexpression of BAC1 was also found to make tumours more sensitive to anti-antigenesis therapy. This finding could aid in the progression of more specific cancer treatments. For example, people with high levels of BAC1, such as people with lung, kidney and breast cancer, may benefit more from taking blood vessel growth inhibitors than people with low levels of BAC1, making treatments more specific and effective. Therefore, further studies should investigate potential therapeutics targeting BAC1. That's it for today on All Things Biology. Let me know what you thought about this episode and tune in for next week.